All right, welcome back to Stand By. I'm Jay. Uh, I'm here with the Big C. Bueno. And Tony. So guys, today we're gonna be going over airsoft and its training implications. But first, we got to thank our sponsors, Axiom Training Group. Thank you for Axiom Training Group. Lights, training, all the bad stuff here. We've tagged them in most of our videos. Tony's the head head uh, person on that. Also head of uh, CRW. So it's kind of a dual, dual sponsorship, I think. You know? Biggest sponsor of the channel. Yeah, Axiom CRW. It's all fun stuff. And uh, we'll, we'll dive in a little of that. We'll probably have a little separate episode to see what you got. Yeah, on that it. coming up. Uh, also, uh, developed. Developed is our new sponsor, Fitness Marcos over there. Uh, solid. You're still on this program. I am. I'm still on the program. Still uh, doing the food, doing the whole damn thing. I've uh, dropped uh, three and a half pounds over two weeks so far. So, if you're struggling to maintain health, healthy lifestyle due to your busy schedule, you're not alone. That's why we joined Developed. Well, I, I did for a little bit. Chris, did you join it yet, or? I have not. Absolutely yet. not. That's crazy. It's still it's, fat a, it's a free still fat as fuck, dude. <laughs> Developed is a sexual exceptional online coaching program that offers customized fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle coaching to clients worldwide. No, no, no reference to step okay. There we go. Yeah, thank you. Whether you're a busy professional, stay-at-home parent, or student, Developed will help personalize a plan that's adaptable to your lifestyle. Unless you're Chris. Become part of the community like with like-minded individuals who are dedicated to living their best lives. Don't wait any longer. Visit developedmethod.com and join today. Links in the description below. Thanks, Marcos. Anyways, like we're saying, back to Airsoft. Uh, I'll shoot it off with my experience with Airsoft is, I think, what did we start in? 2011. 2011. 10, 11? Yeah. 10, 11. Uh, I'd say like probably 09, 08. Yeah, Anyways, Airsoft. Yeah, it thing, was wild. A long time ago. Did airsoft, rifles, pistols, went to SC Village, Tac City, Tac City, Tac City, Tac City North, and Tac City South. Um, um, jumped in after that later on. You stopped, but I kept going. Went into uh, where I've done some training uh, even recently. Um, uh, N1 Project N1 out of El Monte. So that's another one. Sounds like it's making a comeback since. Uh, Low Signature Resource Center, they, they did Airsoft when we were over there instead mm -hmm. of like Sims. It's, yep. It just seems to be like the budget-friendly force-on-force uh, scenario that you could do, you know, yep. versus Sims and UTMs, which is a little bit more expensive. And sometimes just basically finicky. Just yeah. cause problems. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So. Uh, but I used to run this one right here, which is like a KWA. That's a currently the new Phil. M4 style, yeah. Phil's, Phil's sick or he's on hiatus. Hey, Phil. Doing fill things. <laughs> I used to run this. It's just Whoa, whatever, basic. And then uh, 1911. That's bad boy right here. Gas. Yeah. Gas blowback. Gas blowback. So it was cool. Uh -huh. This one is the, uh, I think it's a KJW. Things with these That's are. my experience. I think yeah. I probably K did it for like KJ works. four years. Did you ever dabble in airsoft? The first time was when we went over to uh, LRSC. Uh that was, uh, I think Airsoft is good just from that one uh, experience if you if you don't game it. Like if you actually take the time to learn. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like if you're gaming it, it's... It can, you're gaming it. It's, yeah. But if you're using it to like, okay, you know, let me actually you know, practice my proper techniques and all that stuff, I think it'd be great. Like I said, budget friendly. Like you're not I studying. think to really, I wouldn't say game it, but just be like, you know, you're trying to replicate your exact setup you'd have you mm -hmm. know on the range yeah you'd really have to replicate it and probably throw some money into 
rifles that only take 30 round mags and you have to reload right for every 30 bbs and you have blowback and yep yeah i guess you could really dive down a whole whole rabbit hole but well that's i think that's the interesting about about uh interesting part about it is um the airsoft world has like jumped up exponentially so like so this is like what you and i like this was the 19 levels what we ran back in the day um and you know it's not like they're not uh, almost a one for one type type setup. Like you know, sure. still has still has the safety, uh, the backstrap safety, still has the um, trigger safety or the um, thumb safety on it. Um, adjustable sights. You know, the takedowns almost the exact same. I pop out this little pin, um, rotate it out. You know, almost everything about it. It's it's almost exactly the same as an actual setup. Mm-hmm. Um, but where they're starting to get a lot more. Uh, advanced is like they're starting to get um even more one-to-one aspect like so for example like this is one of the ones that i I picked up uh about two years ago um this is the 19x it was to to mimic my my uh glock 45 and i got the 19x version because i don't have a 19x but it's the same frame so i know hey this is my training gun and then i wrote training all over it um so i can use this for uh, demonstration stuff and not have to worry about you know using a live gun i was painting orange I could, but I just, you know, didn't, Blue. but, um, yeah, but it's pain, but it has like, you know, has all the same workings. Everything's exactly the same. It's a one, for, it, this thing is legitimately a one for one. It is a, um, stamp by Glock. It is a Glock registered, hmm. um, gun itself. And like on the side of it says, uh, officially licensed product of Glock. So, so they'd probably get a little kickback. Yeah. So, you know, probably, but you know, it has, it, everything's one for one on, on this whole setup. Um, the, the mm-hmm. rifles are now getting to the point where they have, um, full blowback systems. Do people run red like, dots on these? Yeah, I, I actually have a buddy of mine who uh, runs a red dot on his. Um, so you know you can do stuff like that. Um, the the uh, the rifles now are starting to run uh, gas systems where they have they actually have a kick to them. Um, like the bolt actually reciprocates, so you actually have full feeling of everything. So they're getting pretty pretty advanced now. And like I said, I, that's what I like the most about it is the fact that it has. Uh, that they have their people are starting to realize the the training potential out of it, right? Yeah, because when we, you and I started, it was literally just have fun. Yeah, um, that was almost like a workout for us. For a lot for of cardio, a ton of cardio, like running, run, running around, sliding around, you know, you know, crouching. Well, well Mondays and Wednesday, tech was pistols and shotguns. Yeah, so, was, so that's easy that's to get right. around the guys with like full auto and the yeah. gas guns that are shooting like a million rounds a second. Yep. This is kind of like, hey, you either got skills or you don't. That's it. Like everyone's on the same playing field. Exactly. So that's what I kind of liked a lot about about um, doing that. And and you know, there's a lot of systems. Like there's a there's a few instructors. Like um, a friend of mine um, coming out to CRW as well. If you guys are curious, uh, if you guys listen to this, uh, his name is Kawa. He was out there last year. Uh, two Alpha. Um, he teaches he teaches uh, his CQB stuff with with Airsoft. Mm-hmm. Um, he teaches classes over at uh, Project N One. Um, and they do, where's that at? uh, El Monte, oh. right, uh, right off the 605. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, shout out to John for that one. So, but you know, there's, it has a lot of merits to it. Um, but like you said, like you have to take it, know, take it seriously, right? If you want to just run around and run around like you can, but, um, if you actually want to like try and get the tactics aspect of things, uh, there's a lot to learn behind it. The, the, uh, you know, recoil management, you, you'll never be able to really do anything with right. that. Yeah. But, um, as far as as far as movements and and all that kind of stuff, it has it can do all that. So, 
Uh, that's one thing I think is really cool about it. And so, like, you know, I currently have three different ones. Uh, this KWA was actually one of the first. Um, this was their KWA's answer to because Glock for a while was not registering, not letting people do uh, an actual setup. And uh, the only ones they were able to find was like in Japan or uh, out there where they couldn't really, the copyright laws basically didn't exist. <laughs> um, or Mexico. Uh, so, but they came out with this ATP, they call it the adaptive training pistol. So it's basically supposed to be a one, be a one for one of a Glock. It, it fits in Glock holsters and stuff. Mm. And this is what I originally got um, for that before this one. So this is the mimic of a, a Glock 17. Um, and honestly, if I, shit, man, if I actually had that in real, the grip, I'd actually run that. Real life. It feels real good. Yeah, it feels good. So, but yeah, it, it's, you know, it has, it has its merits to it. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of doing it. I mean, what did you, when you actually did it, so, uh, well, recently you guys did that thing. So what did you find, like, was kind of an eye-opener for you using it? Uh, it was, I don't say, like, back to my first point, yeah. where, like, if you take it serious, it could be awesome. But if, it depends on who you're with, like, who you're playing or against or yeah, yeah. you're training with. Um, because the opposite group was like straight full auto, you know, like guys just going to work, going to work. Yeah. And it's like, OK, well, I can't do the, the normal stuff if they're going to be sprinting across the room. And like, so the stipulation on that, though, was two guys had rifles and two guys had pistols. Correct. It was four and four. Yeah. Just to, for the audience. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, it, it all boils down to like if everyone's taking it for what it for seriously for training purposes it'll, it's going to be awesome but yeah. if one side is going to game it and the other one's going to try to it's like can't really can't really be fair yeah one of the things i don't the only thing the, the one of the training aspects that i don't like is like um so like for for example of like the mags so uh every time we did these things i don't know if you remember like we could never do a what people would consider like a speed reload right just drop the mag on the ground grab a new one pop it and run two reasons one like Someone else is going to come around and really pick it up, pocket it. You lose your <laughs> shit. Second thing you'd run into is, you know, if this thing hits concrete or, or metal, like, thing pops out, the gas goes, and, like, the mag's now useless because this thing's super heavy. It's, you know, it's a full metal mag that has internals that, you know, aren't supposed to be, like, smacked on the ground. Yeah. So, like, you always had to do, like, your quote-unquote tactical reload type things. You know, pull it out, pocket it, and then pop a new one in or put it in a dump pouch, whatever it was, because you couldn't just, like, dump and go. So, like, that's one of the downsides I see to it, um, which is kind of annoying. You think that would like, create a bad habit? If you um, were just using it solely for training or not really? I mean, I don't know. It's, I think I'd do I guess a lot of reps. It's, I think. it's possible. It's possible you could uh, use it for that kind of that kind of training. Um, I, I used to have a – I used to, like, be a big proponent of, like, the whole training scar aspect. Um, but the more I've been – the more training I've personally done, um, the more stuff I've, I've done itself, like – Maybe it's just me, but like I can, I can disassociate like uh, a gaming piece for what I'm doing like in, in a real life aspect, right? Um, the, the kind of this, the way I kind of explain it is like, um, like think think of it as anything else that you doing doing like you know that like hey if you're a professional at X right, but there's a recreational portion of it. Um, take driving for an example, right? You're a professional driver. You're fucking used to driving at 260 miles an hour in a F1 car and just like blazing it down and you know how to do all these turns. So doesn't just because you do that professionally doesn't mean you can't like disassociate. Hey, this that's a race. And then this is a I'm in a regular car driving, driving to go get the groceries. Right. Or this is a defensive driving style uh, class. And I'm, I'm trying a shit ton doing defensive driving. 
Um, but now I, I have to, you know, I can't work on that in a, in a race setting. Like you can, you can change back and forth. So like, I don't know, I don't really know if I, if I really agree with the whole concept of, of training scars. Um, I can see where the concept can come into play, but, um, I, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm not saying that it's, it doesn't exist. I'm saying that from what the, my personal experience lately is, I don't know if I, if it exists as strongly as a lot of people, um, perceive it to be nowadays or maybe it's because too like you train way more than above average like you train way more than the average bear probably yeah like the average person out there is yeah. not shooting as much as you no, no so maybe in them it might be different because it could you be can, yeah you can disassociate because you, you're at the range all the time yeah and that's very possible like I said so that's why it's like I, it's um i'm not claiming like that doesn't exist but like by no means am i saying like training scars can't exist like yeah of course they i think they maybe can for certain people for me, I can I can separate the two, right? I can understand that you know this is I got to put this away because it's the simple fact of this will break. Yeah. Like I can take that that second go. Oh shit! I gotta be careful. Put this away because I don't want it to break. Um, but if I'm like if I'm actually shooting something and doing something where I don't worry about it, I'm just gonna dump it, right? But I don't know. Um, so, but I mean, I guess that could be something that is is considerable, right? For training scars, if you wanted to go down that route. Um, but you know, there's that. Um, the other thing that would kind of, that's kind of annoying is if you're playing with more of like an outdoor setting. Um, if you're doing stuff for you know, the BBs are uh, standard like two o two o grams, and they have two five. Um, and like you know, so like you have to worry now if, if it's a heavier wind. Like now you're having to worry about your BBs and like not flying true. Like indoors, we've never had that problem. We always played indoors CQB style stuff, so that was never an issue for us. But that's the only, those are like the things that I can see would be the downsides to using airsoft. But um, upsides, it's cheaper, right? You can still get all your tactics in. Um, the industry has blown up so much to where you can basically get a one for one of your exact gun. Hmm. Um, and even there are people, I see people doing, uh, putting real steel parts on their gun. Like I know people who put on like real, real EOTEX, real rails like on their rifles, um, you know, <laughs> no, all, I mean, all these, yeah. Like, like yeah. I, I saw, I saw a guy who built out, um, um, an 870 shotgun. It has, it's a, it was a gas blowback shotgun. It literally, every time you pumped it, it popped out a shell cause it had a certain amount of rounds in it. It had like, like six or seven BBs inside of it, shot those out. You'd pump it, it'd rock one out and you'd run it that way. And it would, and they literally had like furniture on it. Their airsoft shotgun was like $900. Jesus. God damn! That's a real shot. That's a real eight seventy. Yeah, that's more than that's more than eight. <laughs> more than a real eight seventy. You know, but it's like it's well, if you think about like all, if you upgraded your like you you did upgraded parts to it. That's for example. But you know, it's it's it, you're basically can, you can get a real shotgun for that price. So oh, it's yeah. like, but you know, it's like if you're trying to have the realistic aspect of it. Okay, I can see how that makes sense. So I don't know. It's it's weird. It's a it's hard to. Um it's hard to like for me to fathom wanting to do that for like a game, like spend that much money for on a gun for a game when I can do the same thing for a real steel. But you know, if you're trying to have a one for one and if you're trying to do that, I, I can see the potential of how it has usefulness. I would say interject real quick. If you're going to spend that, there's nothing against your no, guy. If you're going to spend like 900 bucks on the shock. Oh, uh, <laughs> I just, it's yeah. a guy that it's a guy oh. that I, 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 
I saw his his setup. Well, well, to, well, to, well, well, to that well to that guy, if you're gonna spend nine hundred bucks on a shotgun, dude, I'd, I'd suggest you spend nine hundred bucks and like go to a fucking class, like you go to your class. Yeah, like spend the money on like actual an instructor that's gonna nine hundred dollars. You can yeah. buy a fucking shotgun for two three hundred dollars and a still class. go to a class with the ammo. Yeah, so that's like. True. I don't know. But just, again, airsoft is, I think it's more tailored around people who maybe other countries you can't have real guns, right? Mm-hmm. You see a lot of fucking countries yeah. that just buy it. Just They want to be, have the American culture, right? Like fucking yeah. have be gun owners and fucking, you know, Helmets be trained, and well-trained, you know, do military stuff, whether you call it fucking LARPing or whatever, but they just can't do it because of the gun laws. Yeah. Even some yeah. states, right? It's like, you know, no one's ever going to really have that same experience as would be combat or law enforcement like in the field you could train for it all day but it's the same thing kind of i don't know larping training yeah i mean a, a great example is like look at your your little like m4 setup right like if you try to have that exact same setup in oh, i go to jail you go to exactly you'd go to jail in california for that because you, you can't get, you can't get a tax Federal stamp prison you can't get a prison, tax dude, stamp that's a real gun you know like that's a you know and it but it looks it's a one-for-one setup basically yeah yeah, yeah. you know so you get to have that kind of nice, those nice little features out of it. So you get to, you know, and you get to go ahead and practice your a CQB setup with a shorter gun. Um, you know what those are designed for. Yeah. So you know it, it has its it has its usefulness. Yeah, yeah. Thing. There's no doubt. Like, if there was a match or like, you know, I would probably go to. I'd probably spend a lot more money than I need to. But if everyone in the match is like, all right, this is like sim stuff. Mm-hmm. So everyone's kind of got like the same basic like. You know, there's three dudes with M4s that are all single shot, no full auto. Yeah. Fucking maybe 50 rounds, 60 round mags, whatever. That's one thing. It's like you're going out there to these matches, these dudes have got like shooting around the corner and box mags and fucking 600 round BBs and they're just spraying and praying. Letting it go. Well, remember the Polar Stars came in when we first started? Yeah, those are ridiculous. And it's got so much, it's gotten so much worse. A million rounds a second. It's like just shoots laser beams. It's like, uh, it's not really fun. But it, it it could be if like everyone maybe was on the same page, like all right, you know we're doing it this way. You could test all your equipment and a force on force. Uh, I think that's why we really like pistol and shotguns so mm-hmm. much because it was you know everyone's on the same playing field versus like yeah you got guys doing all this bullshit. Full auto. The only thing I think wild, dude. Uh, along with the cons of it, I think just you have these BBs and you can't tell who's going to call the shots. Like you know when we're at yeah that's true yeah. low signature resource center they. Just, you know, guys were calling their shots, and it was frustrating. It's like watching them get shot. Yeah, watching them get shot and just not calling. I get it. Adrenaline's adrenaline's pumping, hundred percent. Especially guys who never do it all the time. I know mine was, and you know, seeing your BB hit them is frustrating. And then them turning around and shooting you, it's like, all right, cool. All right, well, what was the point of that then? Yeah, that and that that definitely takes away from the training aspect. Like, and that's where the sim, like you know, sim rounds. Like, you're not gonna you 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 get hit by a sim round. Like for one, it hurts way more. Yeah, by sim. Two, it leaves a little bit of paint on you, so you know you got hit. Yeah, like there's, you can't argue that. Can't argue. Yeah. There's paint, right? Sure. So, like, I think that's that's definitely something that's an, um, that has the the disadvantage of it, right? If you wanted to do that, and someone doesn't want to call their hit, like, oh, I didn't feel it, or something, or like maybe they, maybe they're being honest. They truly didn't feel it, right? Sure. Because um, most of these, like when we played, when we played the the max the max uh, FPS was a three fifty. Mm. That was our max FPS on these, and the chrono of the guns. So, like, oh shit, yeah. So, like, I think you had a leeway of like um, five, like pl- uh, plus five. So, like, three fifty five was like your leeway within there. So, if, like, if you were at like three fifty three or three fifty two, three fifty four, that was okay. But like, once you got up to past that, like, all right, you gotta, you can no longer go. Like, you gotta, you gotta either tune down your gun or or mess with the springs or you know mess with the hopper or whatever it is to to do that. 
Um, so it's it's those kind of things that that can definitely be annoying because um, but it is what it, you know you just I think I think we're on the same page of like it has its merits it has its uh, uses um, but you have to take it for what it is at the same time yeah I think it has a place I don't think I mean I'm sure there's companies out there you know like low signature resource center that have mm-hmm. kind of figured out we've only gone to one of their things right but yeah. uh yeah, I think uh, this would apply pretty good if maybe you had like a scenario built and set up and not exactly a force on force. Because mm-hmm. you have these, like for our instance, right? You had force on force. Like we knew it was airsoft. We knew these guys were going to just do airsoft things, right? Not about to die. So we're yeah. just like, yeah, exactly. We kind of just like rushed them, right? Like yeah. there's no tactics involved. We just sprinted. Yes. Um, so there's that, right? It's like, okay, we just sprinted, flanked, and smoked them and they got smoked or whatever. But if maybe you had a scenario where there's like, you know, you put somebody in a room, you don't know how many guys you're going against. You know, you've probably done it, right, in a class mm-hmm. or whatever. You just have like a lone gunman inside of a house maybe or I don't know, something different. Something where it's not like, hey, it's, we're just force on force airsoft. Forces you to take your time. Yeah, you kind of take your time. To do. So like, yeah, like, be disciplined, uh, I guess. Like a good, a good example is like, so it, um, there's a company up north, um, uh, Core Vision Training, a uh, good buddy of mine, Kyle. Uh, he, um, does that, does that, does that up there in Washington? I think it's like Bremerton, uh, Bremerton, Bremerton is the, uh, they're where they're at. Uh, but they have a very similar, uh, to like LSRC, um, where they have a, a whole, whole arena where it's airsoft stuff, but they teach CQB tactics and that's like their whole, that's like their bread and butter. Um, but what's really cool about their stuff is like, it's exactly the same. Like they'll set up scenarios like, okay, you guys gone through a uh, bunch of training and stuff. Here's scenario. Now this is your scenario. You're, you walked into an active shooter or you walked in, it's your own house or whatever, whatever scenario they lay out and they start pumping music into the, into the place. Um, you know, they, they have, they have people screaming through the speakers. They have loud, loud music going. They have random gunshots going off and the speakers aren't like quiet. Like they're loud. So like it has a lot going on and you have no idea who's in what room, what's in each room, like how everything's are set up. Like, cause you know, they'll, they'll just make up different scenarios where sometimes you do know what's going on. Like, like Hey, um, th- it's your house. Go get a 10 minute walkthrough of everything. So you know where everything's at and then we'll set, and then we'll, uh, bring in the op fours afterwards. Or they're like, Hey, it's a, it's a random, random area. You have no idea what's going on. You don't know anything about this house. You just have to adapt to what's, do- what's going on. And that can be super stressful because mm-hmm. you have like the music playing, people screaming. Um, you don't know who's in what room, what's in what. So you have to take you have to take everything like super seriously because it's you know although you're not gonna die, like they're gonna shoot you at this distance and yeah. at this distance at 300 feet at you know 350 feet per second. That shit hurts. Like yeah, I've seen that. I've should <laughs> I've seen those things like pierce and like pierce into people's skin. So like shit sucks. So like they'll fuck they'll mess with that kind of stuff. So I think that can be something to be. Um, like that's where it really comes into play. I think that that's where it really has, has its merits mm-hmm. out of it. But I don't know. I, I, I'm a fan of it. Um, I, I would honestly like to do more of it myself for the scenario based type stuff. But at the same time, I'm also so goddamn busy just getting everything else in that I do. But I don't know. Would you, I mean, so is it for you? Like, would you consider it to be something you'd want to do more of like if you if you had the opportunity like you had more free time you obviously you're working a shit ton but if you had more free time like and one was down the street from you they're like hey we're doing this every like once a weekend like every saturday we do we do scenario-based training would you like go hey i'm gonna jump in and try and get in at least once a week or 
Yes, if they were doing it like you said, your boy's doing it up North Kyle. Yeah, yeah. If they're doing it like that, fuck yeah. Makes so a lot of sense, right? Makes a ton of sense. Uh, still, I'm, not, I'm not going there to play airsoft. Yeah, it's still fundamentals. All that stuff still applies. So you're not going to just run into the house. It's one lone gunman killed his wife or whatever whatever scenario they came Yeah, exactly. Like, you got to be realistic. And your adrenaline's like psh, jacked mm-hmm. up and all that shit. So yeah, I'd do it. So, I mean, you guys did, I think you talked about it a little bit. You guys did um, uh, like simunitions before for for uh, for training, right? Mm-hmm. At, yes. at a department? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How'd, yeah. That, how'd that go? Went great for me. Yeah, didn't go so good for me. <laughs> what happened? Uh, they did like a foursome four scenario. They put yeah. it against, uh, it against each other. I thought it was cool. What'd you think? Nah, it's pretty fucking whack. <laughs> <laughs> Why was it whack? Did you get I, work? I, I fell for the okie doke, dude. I fell for the okie doke and uh, I'll set up the scenario. Good old Jay right, here. Let's hear it. Let's see what happened. Let's see what happened. Cut you in the arm. <laughs> set up the scenario. Set it up. Okay. Set it up. So, what was it? Uh, you're on one side of a car. So imagine it's like a, a SUV. Someone's on the hood side. Someone's on the trunk side. Okay. Like opposite corners. So your hands on the fucking hood. If you're on the hood side, your hands on the like the trunk kind of area. If you're on the trunk side, and uh, one one ready set go. You fucking hands off. You draw your gun, and then you're kind of dancing around the car. You know, doing like a, a little gunfight. There's no windows. It's all Sims. Yeah. Okay. Each mag only has five rounds. Okay. How many? You get like get? three mags. Okay. Yeah. One in three, the gun, and then two. Two in the standard load. Yeah. Load out for. Okay, so you get 15 rounds total, basically. Yeah. yeah. And then so, what happens, let's say, if you miss every single round? The other guy's just yeah. going to get you, I guess. If you guys all miss, then I guess it's game over, but okay. nobody ran into that scenario. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you're pretty much just battling it out around the car to see who's fucking, you know, tactics and all that stuff are more on point. Okay. Just using that. cover, yeah. shooting through the windows. It's like he was in the back, and I was trying to shoot through the car, but it kept hitting the cage because... You know, that's what the the paint rounds do. They just they just splattered. Yeah. I don't know if they yeah. really penetrated, so they didn't really hit him directly. I think it. in real life that probably would have killed me, dude. Honestly. There would have been flag. Like, I don't think it would have. It might have killed you. No, sure, I, I think that shit would have fucking hit me in the face. I put like ten rounds through that cage because I saw it, <laughs> I saw it splatter psh, like it fucking exploded. I put like ten rounds through that cage. I was like, oh, he's not even paying attention through the cage. Yeah, so I just started dumping through the cage, and I got to my. Last max. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I would hold on to this last five in case he flanks me or does something. Yeah, and then it didn't work out so good for me. He gave me the old uh, empty empty mag toss one way, and I looked one way, and I was like, wow, there's an empty mag flying through the air. Then I just got, boom, shot right in the arm. Flanked me, dude. The old bait and switch. So what happened was my mag was on the ground. I was at the front of the hood. He was at the back. And I could see his head looking towards the passenger side of the hood, like see if I was going to come around this way. So I grabbed my mag. I tossed it in the in the grass or the brush over there and I could just see his head track it like oh that's a mag tracking him I'm like oh well it's my time to flank him and I just flanked him and shot him right in the shoulder damn if it works it works work. I gotta say it works so how many rounds did you go because you said you won that one so I'm assuming you moved on to the next moved on to the next one you won the whole thing no no I lost one well no but I mean you're the overall winner though yeah I guess so you got but, handicapped all the way to your fucking being on your gut dude just well no I was on both my knees with the hand on the hood, I guess. Yeah, you might have that was the last. That was the last one. Oh, that smoked. So it just kept progressing where, you know, it was actually, I thought it was a really good idea. Uh, at first, it's your dominant hand, so now you only have one hand. They give you a kettlebell, fucking non-dominant hand. All right, cool. It's easy to draw and reload and do all yeah. that stuff as you're used to it. And then they're like, all right, we'll switch if you win that round. So now I had it in my dominant hand, so I had to draw from level three holster 
while getting shot at <laughs> while putting it, my hand on the car. And then he says, go. Now I'm trying to fight the holster and keep an eye on the other person. It was, it just kept getting harder and harder. So I won that one. And then it was like, all right, now you're on your knees, with your other hand on your hood while the other guy's just standing regular draw. And so he's drawing in a sub second. It takes me five seconds probably to get out of this thing. <laughs> just didn't work out. But, but that should prove to me that it is possible. If you're that handicapped, you can still fucking win. Yeah. And I think yeah, if he didn't give out that win. hint, like, hey, it takes him a second to get out his gun. Dudes were trying to rush you. He fucking, I saw him. He ran into the trunk trying to get to you so fast. He's like, oh, shit. That was after he told him, like, hey. Yeah. You understand got, you have time. time. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah. And then he, he figured it out. But, yeah. it was. I think it was a good training aspect. You know, get your heart rate going, uh, tactics. That's where I think, you know, airsoft or sims will prevail over regular static like once you get all your static and your fundamentals down and all the good stuff i think this is a good force on force option and that's not that the scenario is great yeah it was pretty awesome especially with all the battling around cars now i think yeah it benefits you have all your windows down so it simulates you know rounds going through it things like that but i think it definitely has its place so do you think we could do that kind of training up at burrow yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Now, would we want to? Now, would would you want to do that with airsoft, or would you say no? We should do that with with uh, sims. I would do it with airsoft, but it have to be. Yeah, you know, I don't want to hear people's excuses like, oh, it's oh, I just not my it's not bag. It's not this. It's not that. Yeah. yeah, majority of dudes have the M and P, so it's not like, you know, it'd be easy to buy, you know, two hundred dollar airsoft gun. Yeah. P. Here's your mags. You get five. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good. Uh, solid. I think I think it would be really solid. Uh, maybe we just get an airsoft sponsor, pick e-bike cups, sponsor us. You know, there we go, couple, guys. A couple handguns, take care of us, and do some training. But that'd be sick, though. I'd be kind of, I'd be fun. I'd be good fun to do. Uh, kind of get a full setup like that, and just do some bunch of scenarios. Like, cause we have the shoot house. We'll take, we'll take one of the like. Maybe we'll use, we use uh, Phil's, Phil's car because his car sucks. Yeah, his car sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it'd be beneficial if we yeah, picked yeah. up an M and P one, the same mags. You know, people don't really have an excuse, and they're mostly fucking iron sight losers out there, anyways. On patrol, I don't fucking get red dots. <laughs> Just raise his hand. <laughs> fucking Mexican federales out there with red dots in their handgun <laughs> comms and extended mags and you know whatever. That was pretty sick. Grip tape in a 1.0. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but you know, if everyone's got the 2.0 airsoft, it's the exact same thing. Yeah. Um, I'd pick a couple of those up. You probably like, have to do two of them. That way, I don't hear anybody bitching. I'd, I'd pick them up. I don't care. But I mean, yeah. I think it'd be worth doing. For yeah. sure. Yeah, that was fun. I just kind of run something like that. Shit, I think I think the key there is to giving them like the five round mags. Like okay. you roll load up a full airsoft gun with like, you know, twenty round mags. Yeah, it's it's realistic, but it's like they're just gonna be dumping. Yeah, you get a lot more of like repetitions with loading. Oh shit, I'm out, I only got five. Their head has to process like I only got five rounds, better make them count. And my reload's coming into play. Should I be faster than this guy? I think the round counting has a lot to do with it too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's a great training aspect. I'd be down for that. I think it'd be kind of fun. It'd be funny watching people do it. Because it was funny watching, you know, regular cops do it at training. Yeah. That was classic. And you could see, like, uh, I gamed it it for him, obviously, when I dumped him. He's an easy person to dump. Uh, I gamed it for another guy who was there. I kind of just did, like, you know, a little football juke. Made it look like I was going this way. Then he thought I was going that way, went the other way, and just shot him in the back again. It's like little airsoft games like that helped. And, you know, people who obviously hadn't done it in a while or maybe done it at all. I think it's got its place. I don't think those games are a bad thing. No. I mean, not 
I don't know, take it out of context, depending upon your situation. Like, I'm not going to run into a fucking house with yeah, five yeah, dudes yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. if it's one on one like that, maybe the game does work shit. Maybe you fucking, sure. ooh, I'm right here. And then whoop, run around a car or something. He doesn't yeah. see you. Or I don't know. Could work. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's about yeah. it we got for uh, for this airsoft shit though. But so yeah, if you're an airsoft company, you want to throw us a couple guns our way, we'll test them, take shoot them, field, shoot them, do a lot of different trainings, help out a couple law enforcement guys. You shoot well, we've been doing, we've also been doing quite a few different like law enforcement days and yeah, or range days kind of stuff. Yeah, we had one recently and it went pretty well. We had did some uh, some. Uh, uh, what's it called? Obviously, just a bunch of drills on the range that we ran, and then and did competitions there, and then we also did the uh, shoot house stuff, which worked worked out real well. Yeah, guys got to what's it called? Kind of like shake test their gear. Saw yeah. a lot of things flying. Yeah. Oh, saw a lot of shit yeah, flying. They put all their stuff on. Oh no shit! They we had quite a few different departments. Uh, department guys show up. That was pretty cool. Yeah, you know, not just not just you know like local departments. We had some guys show up from kind of far away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of cool to to see and um, have them doing that. So. Uh, for those guys who came out, and if you're watching, you know, appreciate you guys coming out. It's a lot of fun, um, and hopefully we, we can, we're planning to do more of those kind of things as well. So keep an eye out on our IG and stuff, and uh, hopefully we can put more of those on. Yeah, hundred yes. percent. Those are good. Those are good. I think they really appreciated the dynamic situations, the scenarios, and yeah. things like that. So, all right. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. We'll see you in the next one. Right, later.